Hello, everyone. We're back. And yeah, guess what? I'm doing it again. <laughs> Got to do one more time. Yes, it is a Wednesday, uh, May 11th. May 11th. The year of our Lord, 2022. The year of our Lord, Jesus Christ slash Goku. <laughs> we, sent, yep. we sent him the spirit energy. Um, so yeah, back at it again with the Average Jays. This is Jeremy Francois. And this is Jay Justin Ruiz. All right. So what do we got for you today? We're going to start with a little bit of a continuation of some news from last week or last episode, if we could say. So we discussed last time about, you know, this leak about the abortion rule, Roe v. Wade. Upcoming news was uh, Mitch McConnell, one of the senators, Republican senators, I would say conservative, just for just saying all these words. Um, he says in quotations that the abortion ban is a possibility nationwide. And him saying that kind of grinds my gears. It, 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 uh, I don't like that. Because he says that, and I looked it up, I did more, a little more research, and it's like a short, small blurb. He's like, mm-hmm. it, it is a possibility if Republicans took the House. And I was like, wow. So they're just blatant about it. They're just like, yeah, if we had it, we'll, we can just clean house and just make it all it. Yeah, for me, this is like, I think, I think this is someone trying to like flex, for lack of a better word, because, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, coming from the whole uh, leaked document that we spoke about last episode, now we're getting this of like, oh, the Republican Party, if we had control of the House, we would push this right through. and. I feel like that would not happen, even if we had a Republican president and full Republican House. I don't think that that would happen at all. And this is just on the heels of like a major scandal because mm-hmm. a leaked government document about like you know an appeal process or overturning laws like that's a big deal. That means that there's an internal leak in the government, like in the House. So you know, I think this is. Mitch McConnell's way of being like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. He's just trying to be like, yeah, if we had this, we could do it. But because there's all these other things, we can't. Yeah, it's exactly how you say it. It sounds like a flex. Like, if you yeah. know, if it was us. But then it's like you said, it would never have happened because it still needs to be signed. And Biden is going to look, if it, if it went through, Biden would have looked at it and be like, no. No. <laughs> like I have a woman vice president. I'm not even if even if he didn't have a woman vice president, he's still not gonna do that. Even that, it's just like even if we still had Trump, I feel like this would be an incredibly hard thing to push through because doing a blanketed ban on abortion, and we're talking I, I, the word ban is probably being used very loosely. Yeah. I'm sure that they will literally have to let it still exist. For like up to whatever six weeks, whatever they want to cut it down to. Mm-hmm. But to outright ban a medical procedure would be a massive undertaking. And I truly don't think that it would be possible. I agree. And then you, you're talking about things where every situation is different. So you're telling me that this fetus is, let's say, killing the mother. And for whatever reason, like, it, it can't happen. So now what? Are you going to legalize murdering the mom to save the baby? How is mm-hmm. that going to work? You know, there, there are times where there's complications in childbirth. And I think I touched on this last time yeah. too, where you got to pick mom or baby. Yeah. So 
now that means the default answer will always be save the baby. How does that work? Is the baby going to be born correctly? Is there going to be a bunch of issues and then the baby's going to die? Like there's so many intricacies with this stuff, not only because it's a you know hot political topic, but just because of the science and the medical community, there's a lot of stuff going on that I can't imagine everyone is privy to. So yeah. Mitch McConnell coming out and just being like, oh, well, if we had a Republican house, we could do it. I think, like I keep saying, it's just a flex. That's just a complete disregard to um, the society where it's just like yeah. a big F you to like, yeah, I don't care what you want. We mm-hmm. we don't care what you want. We're in, we're in higher power. That's borderline dictatorship. And I yeah. know we're we're still a we're still a democracy, but it's such a skewed thing where it's like, yeah, we're we're given this false view of society, like where well, we vote, we do this, but then you got these evil people just sitting up on top, and there's just like blocking everything because it doesn't suit them, be it money or quote unquote beliefs. Um, I say that because there are Christians out there that actually are good people. My thing also that always bothers me is that we portray ourselves as a land of the free. Everyone come here, hang out, have a good time. There are other people with other cultures and other belief systems. Mm-hmm. The whole reasoning behind separation of church and state is we cannot allow religion to dictate laws. Again, I am a Christian. I mean, I don't see myself as a conservative and pretty liberal, but at the same time, we still like any, any government party entity or whoever have you, they cannot make decisions based on their own personal bias. And that's the biggest problem with, with our government is they take money from people that want things, you know, whichever politician or Senator, whatever, everyone takes money from someone and then they have to push those things accordingly. And it's like, that's not fair. It's, there's always some sort of bias. And when it comes to these hot button issues like abortion, it's like, okay, if that's your thing, fine. Everyone has their own personal right to dictate for themselves yeah. what they want to do. But you can't truly dictate for someone else. Like, How does that make any sense? You cannot create or abolish laws in the system that go against your own personal beliefs just cause yeah. like that's not, it has to be on a consensus of the greater good for everyone in this country, whether they are, you know, it doesn't matter their race, religion, or creed. Yeah. It has to be for the greater good and not necessarily because you just don't like this thing. Like, like last week, you can't be Vin Diesel and go complain to universal that yeah. you don't like Justin Lin's script. Like yeah. you can't do that. It's just it does that's not how things work. A hundred percent. Like, and this reminds me of too, like I two things that I saw online in the last week. Today I saw this where it was just like, wow, Spain is planning on I don't want to say legalizing, but man not mandating three days off from work, uh, specifically women from their when they have their periods. So oh, you're cool. you're supposed to go home and take those three days. And I'm like, and I, I, remember I posted about it. I was just like, and we're the U.S. are considered the greatest country in the world. Like, we, why haven't we done this? And then there are other countries out there doing. And I like, I don't want to stay away from abortion, but I'm trying to stay in the in the realm of the women's the women body. 
Like, yep. you know, you got, you know, four day work week, they're being tested out. Um, some countries uh, with the, the female toiletries, like they're just giving them for free, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, why are we, I understand it's a business, the almighty daughter, but like, that's what the government is there for. They're supposed to provide and they're not doing that. But it's it's like you said, it's because of capitalism. Yeah, We're yeah. not, unless, unless, and this is when the world will blow up. If the U.S. <laughs> decides to no longer be a capitalistic nation, then we can start seeing those things. But then you get into talks about like socialism and communism. And these are more trigger words for everyone. Especially like, old white dudes. I don't even want to say that because it's it's a conservative mindset. That's that's what it is because it's not just white people because I know a lot of Hispanic no, people. No, it's just a joke. It's like a lot of – yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, I, if anything, I'll say old heads. Yeah, Let's say I that. do think old it is – yeah, I think it is an older mentality. Um, but, yeah, you know, we're behind the times because we care too much about money. That's true. That's and, it. And then I don't want to say that that's wrong either. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just putting money above the person or the people. Because, you know, and like I said, you know, kind of kind of take it back a little bit. The other thing that I saw was, and I, it's funny, I never put that into perspective, but it's just like, if only everyone was thinking that way. But I think people that are making these rules, uh, specifically men making these rules for women's bodies, they're not going to care if, even if we told them this, but they're like, hey, how do you prevent pregnancy? How about we just do a vasectomy on a kid that's a young baby? And when he's ready to be a father, we could just reverse it. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think of that. Because that's basically what you're doing to a woman, not in the same exact thing, but you're controlling the boy's body. If in this hypothetical parallel universe, you're controlling Mm -hmm. a boy's body, why is that? That boy has no say, you know? He has no say to create life because he wants to. Like He's like, oh, I'm ready to create life, so I'm going to get a vasectomy. But you gave him a vasectomy when he was a kid, and he had no choice. You know, so it's like, wow, like you said, it's removing choice from the situation. And exactly. The whole thing is we should always have a choice. Exactly. And it's like, you know, if <laughs> and it's funny, I, we always see the joke, like if uh, if a man was bleeding from their, you know, area, I'm not going to say the word, but it's OK to say. But uh, if a man was bleeding every month, they would have found some magical way to deal with it. But it's because it's not a man's problem, they don't care. Yeah. I mean, forever and ever, you know, our country and world were dominated by men and it just wasn't seen as a man's issue. So no one cared about figuring it out. Yeah. It reminds I saw an episode of Blackish. It's like, you know, America is, is a corporation. It is a business. And they're just not gonna care. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mitch McConnell's uh words to 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 this highly highly sensitive topic for for many people uh i think it was just just a it was just messed up i don't know like i agree i i, I could say more words but i'm gonna just get a little heated and i don't want to keep going <laughs> uh let's let's end it there because we 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 know where we stand and we keep it we keep it true to ourselves and i, I like that that's why i like talking to you about this stuff um, even off camera or off the mic. Um, all right. So more government news speaking in the same lane of that. 
I'm going to say something scary for you guys, but Disney can lose Mickey. Was that scary? It's possible. Yes. And it is. That's, <laughs> that's scary. So go ahead. Do you want to, you, you want to take this Jay? Go ahead and take it. You got, you okay. got the better news out of that after I did my. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, as Jay said, Disney is in trouble, I guess is the, the word. I don't want to say trouble. I think they're getting picked on it, but that's personal opinion. So yeah, I, I, I agree. So I think D- Disney is getting picked on in a sense. So Disney, Walt Disney Company proper, right? The headquartered in Florida, they've been enjoying this protected trademark for years since 1928 of Steamboat Willie in particular. So this entire thing, uh, Disney possibly losing the trademark on Mickey, is only going to pertain for Steamboat Willie. Nothing else, no type of logos, no modern depictions of Mickey. This is for the 1928 version of Mickey, which would be Steamboat Willie. So it's coming up on become on losing its trademark because it's hitting that like hundred year mark. It's going to be public domain, just like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And Disney has this protected trademark. That's what they're calling it. I don't. I don't know if there's another word for it, but it's a protected trademark on. Mickey and the different versions, like on purpose. It's copy, it's a form of copyright protection on Steamboat Willie. Yes. So that copyright protection is going to expire and it'll put it in a public domain. So basically, meaning that anybody, even us, could use Steamboat Willie (laughs) in any capacity we wanted. Yeah. We could put it on shirts, we could put it on our stream, we could put it on anything and without any type of repercussions. Basically. So it doesn't keep Disney from continuing to you know use them and, and do all this stuff, but it, it's significant because technically speaking, now they're losing a property that they created. So with this happening, it and me and Jay were talking about this before, it kind of begs the question of like is this going to trickle down to other parts of disney as we go on are we going to see this copyright protection being taken away in marvel in uh star wars anything else you can imagine pixar properties you know we are some ways away for a bunch of those properties because again it has to be like around 100 years for this to expire but it's a possibility but yeah we cut it down Especially for some of the older, like Marvel trademarks, yeah. like it's it's possible. Yeah. So if they cut it down, like sorry to cut you off, but if they cut it down, that would meet that that deadline because you're going yeah. from ninety five to was it fifty six, fifty eight? Like how old is Marvel right now? As like not timely comics, but Marvel. If they if this goes, well, they got to be like sixty years. Yeah, at least. If they do. They would be losing all of it, especially. Um, the stuff that came out in the in the sixties, basically. So yeah, so we're we're talking about how Disney World, like Walt Disney Company in Florida, has the ability to govern itself like as its own government, which is super weird to talk about. Yeah, but right. it's it's a thing that Walt Disney has the Walt Disney Company has had forever since its inception. It's been backed by various Republican parties, you know, candidates and governors, presidents, they've taken a bunch of Republican money. And now 
these this law that allows them to kind of govern themselves is like in threat of becoming repealed because the Republican Party is not a fan of how Disney has been kind of acting as yeah. of late. Specifically so, Senator Josh Hawley. Yeah. So a lot of it is kind of around Disney's inclusionary aspects lately. So their alignment with the LGBTQ plus community and, you know, allowing things to be shown and putting scenes back in of like any type of gay marriage or relationships. Or recently with uh, America Chop. And we're not talking about anything wild. Mm-hmm. You're like it's it's normal things like a kiss or like two husbands or like Jay was saying America Chavez she has two moms like we're not talking about anything insane here we're talking about normal portrayal of human life and because of this and I guess since it doesn't align with the Republican agenda they are kind of picking on Disney. And somebody was saying, I don't remember if it was Holly or not, but it might have been, I think it was actually, was it Holly? He was like, yeah. no more handouts to yeah. Those were his companies. Words. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of issues with the GOP and even Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, is condemning Disney's, like they're now calling it Disney's woke ideology. Yeah. Those were the words. So, so it's it's really really upsetting, but yeah, DeSantis is pushing the state legislature to repel the law that allowed Disney to operate as a private government over its Florida properties. So with that, that means that they're going to lose a lot of these freedoms that they've had. I mean, listen, should Disney really be able to govern themselves? You're <laughs> getting into like some weird gray waters. Yeah, here. I don't even want to talk about that because I'm having like. Uh, sociology uh, trauma right now, so I don't, or not sociology, Scientology. I'm trying not to get into all that. But the issue I think here right now is that because, and it, we keep seeing this, this is like a theme, right? The Republican Party is starting, and it's not just Ron DeSantis and uh, Hawley. There's a, a bunch of different Republicans that are picking on Disney now because they don't like that they're an ally to the LGBTQ plus community or any, anything that's again, that's just not in there. Like it be it uh, people of color or LGBTQ. Yeah. They just don't like what they're doing and how they're trying to be a little more inclusive. And because of that, now they're like, Oh, we're not friends anymore. So we're going to take back our toys. That sounds like a high, uh, not even high school, elementary school. You're friends with yeah. them now. Okay. It's like you're playing basketball and it's like, okay, I'm losing, so I'm going to take my ball and go home. Like, we're not even going to finish the game. So it's upsetting. It's upsetting to see why. Why why do you have to be like that? Okay, now you're going to get upset because more people are represented. And for whatever reason, they think that they're trying to brainwash kids. That's not how that goes. And, and you know, this is, it's crazy. Like my, my professor in college used to say, if you go where the silence is, it trickles down to education. It's like, what do you mean brainwash? This is normal. This is what they're going to see. Like where even that scene in Eternals, like, I don't think it's a great movie, but I love that they had same, a same sex uh, household. You know, he had two, two men and a child. 
They showed a kiss. And it's like, we've had this discussion. It's not like they're doing full makeout session. They're not doing like, you know, smut. Like, it's just a normal thing. It's a normal peck. Why? And it's what, a loving what, embrace. Yeah. <laughs> like, normal loving embrace. Uh, what, I forget what country it was. Was it China or some country out there that just yep. didn't? It was China, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, because I know like China is one of the biggest uh, contributors when it comes to film. Eternals, Doctor Strange, and Lightyear hasn't come out yet, but I'm sure there's going to be a thing when Lightyear comes out. It's like, first of all, China is its own thing. They're bugging for that. But like that, they got to fix their own thing. But because we're our own country and they're going to be like, oh, you're affecting capitalism and my gold coins. I'm sorry. I sound like Mr. Scrooge over here. Like that's how money and capitalism works. But like what, what I feel like this is one of our first episodes. Like why, why, why you gotta be like this? Why you gotta be a negative Nancy about it? <laughs> yeah. It's just so it, it, to me, it's like, you're supposed to treat others how you want to be treated. Right. Like that's the thing you get told when you're a kid. This is not that this is you getting upset because somebody's not acting exactly how you want to act. So you're going to be petty. That's it. That's all it is. It's people being petty. You know, it just makes me think, I can't wait till just like one day where we're older. And I'm not saying these people are dead. I just mean like removed from the government. And hopefully we have new like-minded people in place. Because these people have been up there for so long. And there are relatively some new young people up there, but they have that same mentality. And that's what sucks. Well, as time goes by and another J and J PSA go out and vote as time goes by and people vote and voices are heard and candidates are chosen, you know, just as a people, it doesn't matter if you're left, right, red, blue, it doesn't matter if you vote and you go to the polls and you do your thing for the right reasons. We'll start seeing this changing of the guard and we'll see new people with newer ideas and hopefully progressing uh, human interaction within our country and not kind of taking a step backwards. Yeah. Like I would say, and just to add on to what you were saying, it doesn't matter what side you're in or who you, whatever you are, if you're an alien, just vote for what you believe in. So it doesn't matter if you're Republican because Republicans have some cool ideas, depending on what the ideas are. Uh, de- de- uh, Democrats have some cool ideas. Depends what it is. Both sides have weird ideas, but no one wants to talk about those things. But if you believe in the thing that will help people or the society or the country, vote for that person. Yeah. All right. So we're not telling you who to vote for, just vote for who you believe in. And that will help the country more. You know, you want your kid to be a smart person, vote correctly or vote right. I don't know. Just do what your heart tells you. And don't just not vote because you disagree with the government because because you do that and we can't move on yeah we can't fix it if you don't help so yeah okay so So moving on from that the government sucks let's let's, well hopefully the (laughs) government kind of i don't want the government putting their hands in a lot of things but this is just a weird one because nasa's been on some weird stuff lately um nasa is trying to send nudes to space aliens what do you think about that? So I saw this, and I'm kind of like, like I get it. I get. At the it. same time, it's like, why, why, <laughs> you know, like I just I don't understand. Like they want to send they want to send nudes, and it's like going to be encoded message that intelligent life can 
break out and they can see the biology makeup of us. I think that's a horrible idea, but whatever. And it's yeah, it's like what if what if they're telling us our weak weak points? Yeah, telling me where all my my erogenous zones are, and um, when (laughs) what if they're kung fu aliens and they decide to like break us down with pressure points? They just because now they know our biology. Now, and they that's can how they now. Take over. Um, but it kind of this kind of reminds me of back in the day. I forget what year exactly. This always stuck with me because I thought it was cool when um scientists of the great minds back in the day sent uh recordings. They sent like uh it wasn't it was a it was a vinyl recording. So this was before CDs for you young bucks out there. Um they sent it out into space. I forget what uh craft they sent it out, but it was just in one direction. And if, um, not Harry Styles, if they found, um, (laughs) whoever was out there found it, they can see what earth is like. And I thought that was cool, but now Mm -hmm. you're giving the possible enemy our weak points and saying, here's a nude body. And this is what we look like. (laughs) If anything, if they're going to send nudes, you got to send someone that looks like the mountain from game of Thrones, make us look scary. Don't make us look weak. I don't want to be looking like. What if they're like Viking aliens and they're like, "Oh, let's go for a challenge." We're gonna challenge. <laughs> yeah, we would lose so fast. Well, what, what, if, what if? But you say Vikings immediately thought of Marvin from uh, Looney Tunes. Oh, I was thinking of like. Oh, well, like, literally like Thor. Yeah, we would lose. Yeah, um, like, like Asgard's were really like a human race, like a, an alien race, and they saw this and they were like, "Oh, we have some big guys too. Let's oh, go check just, them they're, out." They're, 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 they're. Uh, what's the word? He used it in a in a in Avengers. He's like, they're ready for a higher form form of war. Yeah, higher <laughs> form of war. Um, I don't know. They <laughs> because look, if we whatever decisions we make on what body to show, we can we're still going to incite some sort of galactic warfare because if we're weak they're going to come prey on us if we're too strong it just incites challenge um and vision said it best i'm using a lot of nerd language here if you guys did not see any of the marvel movies just skip forward (laughs) but um i think it would be a cool idea to be sending stuff out there sending music like art of the decades so like the aliens (laughs) and i do believe in aliens people because you know we're not we can't be you know so into ourselves like music of the decade uh art of the decade um music i don't know stuff of the decade but to send like a naked like what i I haven't read into what the idea is for sending nudes i guess like i said just to show the biology i'm like don't tell us don't tell these people our weak point it kind of reminds me of when um stephen hawking said don't build ais and we're still doing it like our hubris is ridiculous and that's what's you know the supernova is not going to kill us we won't even get there we won't get to the supernova i think i think earth is going to be a barren wasteland by the time the supernova happens because we were either either we left which is a positive thing or we got taken over i have a feeling we're just gonna it's gonna be terminator machines will rise oh it could be that too well then, yeah, you know, you know who's seeing those Skynet? They saw it sent to space. They're like, "Oh, these humans! They think they're leaving." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's like an it's like an alien AI ready to take over. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I can see that. But yeah, that is the thing. NASA just sent it out and was like, "Hey," or they're considering. They're, sorry, they're, they're considering to send. They're it out. considering right. sending it out and just being like, "Hey, this is what we look like. Come check us out." But look for our lovely fans. If uh, we would like to know what you guys think, because. 
do you think we should or do you think we should do what I said or um, I don't know, just not communicate that way with people in space. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Let us know what you would say to, yeah. the, space, yeah. to the space peoples. Let yeah. us know what you would say. Yes. And let us know if you don't believe them and why. Because I'm actually curious about that. Because I always meet a lot of people that, that says that they do believe in aliens. Okay. That was a nice little uh, funny moment. <laughs> uh, sad news for Apple. I kind of like jumped right in there. They discontinued the iPod. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have an iPod? You have to give a 21-gun salute. So I never had an OG or like any first generation. I had I had a Nano. Okay, you were cool. I had a Nano and then the cool Touch. <laughs> you had you had it before because I had the Touch. I mm-hmm. bought it used, but I had I did Same. I was not cool enough to have any iPods. I got the Nano. I think it was like a Christmas gift one year. Like my parents got me the Nano. Was it the um, colored screen, like the LCD screen, or yeah? The, oh, okay, it was the first, and I remember it was the first one that like when you like put your finger around the wheel like when you're scrolling around the wheel you could see all the album the album art like go by nice so i would work really hard after i completely downloaded very legitimate pieces of music i would work really hard to make sure the album art was as the one piece like matched matched the right thing so it was it was cool. I loved that, and I mean, I still have my Zoom. By the way, like it's still I have, and that's the first generation Zoom. I have, I, I have um, still locked up. I don't have the first generation Zoom. I have the second. It was like the no. So I have the the Zoom HD, and I have the one before, which I gave to my dad, which he still uses. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that still works. I got it because it stored a lot of music into it. So Zoom is dope. My dad. So it was my it was my dad's. It was the brick, the first gen, the first one. It was, and it was my dad's. And then he gave it to me years ago, or he just stopped using it, and I took it. <laughs> and then I like revived it. Nice. So and I still have the original cord. I still have the, I guess like the program shit to put yeah. music on it. Like yeah. I have it all. I like how we're talking about Zoom instead of iPod, but no, <laughs> it's true because like, look, I, I, I was the type, look, I was never like against I, Apple's products. I was always, I just hated the people. I hate is a strong word. I always found <laughs> the people annoying. They're like, Apple's so cool. Their stuff doesn't get viruses. I'm like, yes, it does. Don't be, don't fall into that. Cause people, I work in an Apple store. People come in and they cry about their stuff all the time. So Apple's not perfect with their stuff or the products. They they have their own problems, like most devices. But anyway, I digress. Um, I was the type of person that just, I wanted to be different. Everyone was always talking about the iPod, which I thought was cool, but I was Poe. So mm-hmm. I couldn't get what I could afford, which was a Zoom, which was still cool. When it first dropped, like the first one, it looked really cool. It was so different from the iPod. Yep. So I thought, I thought, um, both both products were great. Um, my friend got the iPod Touch, um, and I got the Zoom. He got mad at me because he was like, "Oh, we can't do stuff together." I'm like, "So yeah." Hard. I didn't even have a phone at the time, so I I was just like, mm-hmm. I had a Zoom. And then you know, I got older. We got to college. I just got an iPhone, which was basically an iTouch. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. I honestly was thinking they will continue it, but I guess because the phones are are there. 
that's doing yeah at this point it's like it's what's the point it doesn't matter you can get streaming on anything so yeah you know what i mean so you have at this day and age you have a device that you can get streaming like when you say streaming you mean all like music and video or are you just talking about i mean i was just talking about music but video too oh yeah, but yeah. is okay. Apple Music like? Could you get Apple Music on a different device? I don't believe so. It's technically a streaming platform. I don't. I I honestly don't know. Um, because mm-hmm. you probably if you go on like, I might have to just try. I have right now. I'm using my my MacBook right now, but I might have mm-hmm. to go on like a PC computer and probably go see. Because I know you can download like iCloud and use that, or because yeah. it's not there's no iTunes anymore. iTunes Store is a thing, but there's no iTunes app. Mm-hmm. It's just the music app, which also is Apple Music. So I'm wondering if you go to like AppleMusic.com or something, and it just still exists. Yeah, because with my iTouch, it, it had its last update, and it I don't think it has Apple Music. I think it's still the iTunes uh, Music. So I'm looking at it right now. The um, Apple, Apple Music. Music. Yeah. And you could stream it on your computer. Okay. So that's good. All you need is to make an Apple ID. So just, you know, you, you make have, an account. Yeah, as long as you have an account. Okay. That makes and sense. And you can stream it on your computer. So you can, you can access Apple's music from anywhere. And I mean, downloading music is kind of like an antiquated thing at this point because yeah. people just stream it. Because I'm trying to think about uh, uh, Android phones, too. Because, you know, like, on an iPhone, you can have Spotify. A lot of the customers that I help, I would like, hey, you have Apple Music or Spotify? And sometimes mm-hmm. they will answer Spotify. They, they don't use Apple Music. I'm like, all right, cool. Good um, thing is you can use Spotify on an iPhone or a oh. Android. I'm wondering if you can somehow get that on a Samsung, which I highly doubt. Because um, I know Google, their, their Google Pixel will have their own uh, music not streaming, but I guess they wouldn't have that. Yeah. I don't know. I have to look into it. But it, it's one of those things where you can access Apple's music from any device. Yeah. Everyone has a device nowadays, whether it's your TV, your computer, a tablet, a phone. Yeah. You can access it. Yeah. You can access it. And it makes sense that they no longer are producing iPods just because most people aren't downloading, you know, thousands and thousands of songs anymore. Like you have the, like the music aficionados that do and they'll have their old iPods or they just use the device that is solely to have a bunch of music on it. Yeah. They have hard drives full of music. It's it's funny how often like you say that. Cause like, you know, I've been working at Apple for five years and as time progressed, I noticed how less iPods, iPods come in, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, it needs to be fixed or something like replaced or whatever. It's, like just last week I saw one or I saw one from my, one of my colleagues was helping a customer. I was like, wow, like it's, it's been a while. It's becoming, it's getting to a point where it's like becoming not obsolete. It's not obsolete. Yes. But it's, it's going to get to vintage because it's yeah. been there for a while. And I was like, wow. Yeah. We've definitely been in a, in a situation in society where like if somebody was to pull out a mp3 player right so mm-hmm. whether that's zune or ipod or, or God any, forbid, any of those random other ones uh people would raise eyebrows and be like what do you have there yeah. like it's not something it's like if somebody pulled out a beeper you know what i mean like 
it's just something that you don't yeah, see and anymore. I, and I always feel like, yeah, doc, like nowadays, I feel like doctors should have that, but even that is being phased out. I don't see doctors that, but that lasted a long time with doctors, though. Yeah, it did. But I'm saying, like, unless you are a specialized person, you yeah. for a, a special need. Somebody's DJ gonna be with, like a DJ with uh, an iPod, it, an iPod yeah, somebody, one. Yeah, people are going to look at you like, why do you have that? I have so many adapters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like it doesn't surprise me, but it is like a little sad to see it go. Yeah. It just, you know what it is? It's not even like it's sad to see it go, but it makes it's, it's putting an age on your mental. Like you're thinking about it. It's like, wow, I'm this old. That because is for sure. Where you're, you, app, this announcement happened. Like Apple didn't even need to announce it. They could have just... Yeah, stop just, doing it. We could have just lived normally, but then you just said, "This is how old you are." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dang it!" But yeah, uh, rest in peace, iPod. <laughs> <laughs> For those who haven't are not watching, I did the sign of the cross. All right, so we're we're doing a little mini quick break. Take a breather. <sighs> now, what are you reading, watching, or playing? See what I did so, there? <laughs> yes, I did. So I have not been reading anything, which is on par for myself. <laughs> I have been watching. I finished The Office yet again. Again. And, <laughs> you know, if there's one episode you're not watching <laughs> The Office, I'm going to hold it to you. <laughs> so I finished that, and I started up on Friends again. Nice. So I'm, go- I'm going through Friends. I've already killed one season in since yesterday i started right. yesterday <laughs> so one season down i'm on season two already um trying to think oh you know what i watched and i wanted to talk about it really quickly yeah, yeah i watched a movie on netflix called the home team it's with uh kevin james and taylor Lautner. Uh, i want to watch that yes so it's pg it's actually based on a true story and i did hear that it's a very chill nice wholesome movie like it was one of those things where it's not gonna win any awards but i watched it and i was like you know what this is actually a pretty fun movie like if i had a kid i would have watched it with them yeah it was just one of those things where i think everyone did a good job Mm -hmm. and the story was was nice it was a wholesome movie it's all about you know and it's about the the real life coach of the new orleans saints Mm -hmm. uh, sean payton so he was suspended for a year back in like 2015 or something like that for um, supposedly like paying bonuses out to players that hurt other players. So it was like okay. a not cool thing. I don't remember how it all panned out, but you know he went back to the league and he was fine. But uh, I think he just retired last year or something like that. But he actually has a small cameo at the end of the movie, and. Um, Nice. It's the movie is from Happy Madison, executive produced by Kevin James and um, Adam Sandler. You know, there's a couple of cast members that you've seen in Happy Madison movies before, but the whole thing is really centered around Kevin James' character, Sean Payton, who is a coach who gets suspended for a year, and that he ends up going to go coach his estranged son's football team. They suck. It's almost like a bad news bears situation. Yeah. But then they, you know, they rise through the ranks, the guys helping them. And it was just a fun time. And it gave, there was some times where I was like, yeah, man, like it gave me some, like some chills. And then 
it was a little inspiring and then also a little fun. Maybe the emo. It was a good time. It was a really good time. So everyone with a Netflix subscription, I highly recommend uh, checking it out. The Home Team with uh, Kevin James. I'll definitely check that out. And then playing, I finished Kirby. Finally, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Wow. That game had no reason being that good. (laughs) So not only did I finish that game, I took a hot steaming doo-doo on its chest. Oh my god. And I hundred percented it. So vivid. <laughs> I hundred percented that game. That game, I have to say it again, had no reason being that good. It should be locked I up like, in a vault. I like yeah. I like Kirby as a character, he's a cute little pink guy. But I also like the Kirby video games from the handhelds to the console games. Mm. Um, this is very much a spiritual successor to the N64 Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Uh, you could tell like just the overall feel. The this time around, there's like a little bit of I don't want to even say RPG mechanics, because there's really not, but reminiscent of the abilities, the the copy abilities that you get, you can upgrade them throughout the game. Nice. They also have like this weird little like gotcha game, like where you can go and collect these little these little figures that are different characters in the game. And as you progress, more get unlocked and stuff like that. There is a ridiculous amount of content. So from getting these little gotcha figurines, which are basically just in-game models of different characters, which is fun to look at. Um, you can even put a couple on display in like your Kirby room, like nice. virtually. That's uh, so <laughs> that's cute. Then there's you know the actual main story. Then there's like things within there that are collectibles that you have to get. And then at the end, so there's two, there's two endings, which is, I I guess there's like three. So the, the base game ends and the last fight in the base game is ridiculous. It's a final fantasy or like probably closer to like a kingdom hearts boss at the end, Mm -hmm. which was mind blowing to see in a Kirby the game because it is literally like a mythological Kingdom Hearts esque beast that you are fighting against with all these crazy powers and you're this pink blob running around. So fantastic boss fight. And then at the end it's like to be continued. And I was like, oh snap, it's gonna be like there's gonna be another game that's coming out. Psych, there is a post game that is probably like another solid uh, depending on how far you're like you're you're trying to go, if you're like trying to 100 the game, post game will probably take you maybe like 10 hours. Um, oh wow! But like the actual story, probably like an an extra two or three. Okay. But it's pretty chunky. You got like an extra three hours, and it's basically like new game plus almost. So you're going through each world that you already beat, but it's like a massive thing so all the stages are combined into one level and then you have like a boss rush at the end of each level okay to do that and then replay the big bad and now that big bad has gone through this like sephiroth metamorphosis and and is it's literally called chaos whatever the hell and it's it's nuts but anyway super fun game totally worth the 60 bucks to pick it up on switch Go for it. It looks really nice. There's some cute moments in it. If you love Kirby, you're going to love that. I mean, it has stuff for hardcore gamers, like the the Coliseum that they have, where mm-hmm. you have to beat that to 100% the game. 
the Coliseum is like super hard. Like it's a hard fighting game. Then you get, you know, the regular Kirby story. If you are a collectathon person, you have all these little things that you can get. You have to save the different Waddle Dees throughout the story mode. Oh yeah. That was like one of the first things I was trying to do. And I was like, let me just a hundred percent the first part. So I don't give up on that. Then there's like these little side mission things that like, they're like almost like training grounds where you have to, you have to go through it with a specific ability mm-hmm. and you have to finish it out and it's timed. Got it. You have to collect those figures, save the waddledees. Oh, and then on in the post game thing, there's like these other weird things that you have to collect. Yeah. It's just, there's so much and I had so much fun completing it. And now is the cool part, like completing the full game. I had a good, I had a good time. All right. I like that. I like that. Now you just got to find something to occupy that hole in your chest because you've become heartless and now you need to find another game. <laughs> you look so sad. <laughs> like, I yeah, need to find something. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Uh, probably if you could, but it's not, it's not really going to be like a new thing because you're probably going to get a uh, switch sports, but that's not something that's story based where you're going through. But I, cause I know I'm going to get switch sports and, it's going to be something I play like when I'm just like, oh, let me try to try this out. Um, play with my friends type stuff. But um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, like, it, to your point, like, I just have like this hole now. Like, I don't really know. <laughs> you just don't know what to do with your life. Um, all right. So we're going to get to what I was reading, watching, or playing. I'm going to just give you all three. So reading, dude, I'm, you know that artist Sean Murphy, right? No, maybe. Anyway, no. he's done like some cool uh, comics. He worked, He he draws for DC. He's uh, drawn and wrote uh, Bat- Batman the White Knight um, for DC's Black Label. But I'm currently reading his uh, creator-owned story called The Plot Holes. Dude, it's so meta and I love it. So there's a group of caricatures called The Plot Holes. They live in this digital sphere or digital digital world where all books, all literature exists. And in order to save a book, they have to save it from something called bookworms. And there's a lot of weird stuff like that. So these bookworms will take go into a book and the plot holes will have to go into this world and defeat these <laughs> um, bookworms. I'm only, re- I'm in issue two. So. Is it like a limited series? It's limited. Is yeah. It like it's cover? a limited series like- that he wrote. He, he already self-published, but I think he's, re-releasing it through either image or dark horse um i think it's really cool it's so meta i love it um because all the characters are caricatures from literature um not like literature that we know they're just like stereotypical like this is my favorite like scene so one of the characters is from a manga right Mm -hmm. so when he does his flashback the flashback is in black and white and it has the stereotypical (laughs) manga trope so he was like Oh, yeah. Why does he call you Johnny Manga? He's like, yeah, because I'm a manga. He's like, that's kind of like not racist, but like messed up. So um, <laughs> so when he does his flashback, he's like, yeah, we were like samurais that drive like these mecha things. So like when he goes through his flash flashback, he's like driving his like car to mm-hmm. like one of the, the like Gundam sized robots and drives into the gum, Gundam and uses it. It's very outlandish, <laughs> right? So it's like okay. the manga trope. That reminds me of like the episode of um a regular show 
Oh yeah, yeah. When but they have the Gundam like mechs. Yeah. yeah, it's basically it's that like it, they're just uh, making fun of of the manga tropes. And then there's one character who uh, was published back in the 30s, but he's lived so long that he has these like old head mentality. So he would say like racist things, mm-hmm. but like he's not. He's not like not that he's not racist. He would say something like, "Yeah, I'm just from a different time," and it's just like weird stuff like that. I don't want to get super into it because I'm only two issues in, but it's just like literally from the first page, I loved it because the main character, she's an uh, old woman. Her name is Ed, short for editor, um, which in throughout the first two issues, you get this feeling like she's probably not a caricature. She's probably from the real world. Um, <laughs> but from the first page, I fell in love with the, with the story. Um, and it's called The Plot Holes? It's called The Plot Holes. I bought the hardcover because I'm such a fan of his artwork and I like his writing. So I was like, I'm going to cop this. I'm going to check that out. That sounds cool. And then, and it reminds me of a story that, a manga that I actually read, uh, unfortunately got canceled in, in Japan, uh, called, I have it right here, called The Hunter's Guild Red Hood. So it's basically a play on the Red Riding Hood. So they kind of get mm. meta with it, but I think because it was too, I guess, too meta, they kind of canceled it. it. But I feel like it was getting somewhere. I don't want to get super into it. I'm just like, it just reminded me of that. And I really like stuff like that. Watching, I'm I'm still halfway through Ranking of Kings. You still got to watch it because I was listening. I, I was listening to our last podcast, and I was like, "Oh, he's got to watch it." I told Erica about it. Um, but where I'm up to is pretty cool. The main character, uh, Boji, he's like, we we know he's gotten stronger, but we don't know how because you know he can't get stronger physically. So mm-hmm. it's just like, okay. We'll see. We'll so, see. does Ranking of Kings have an ending, like a definitive ending, or is I it ongoing? Still, I like the manga. I believe it's still going, mm-hmm. but I, there's already a season one. Okay. So, um, let me see. Yeah, I think, I think it's still going as a manga. I could be lying. Yeah, it's still going, and the original run was 2017, so it's still going. There's 13 volumes mm-hmm. out right now, uh, wow. but the, the season one is done. There's 23 episodes. Gotcha. So I after this, after watching this, there's a possibility that I'm going to read this. Hmm. Um, but it's so good. Um, there was a part. So Gabby was here. She was uh, what was she was doing something. So she saw me watching. She hates when I watch it, and she's there because. So like the Boji, he doesn't talk. So he talks like eh, yeah, yeah, and like all <laughs> the characters understand. Some of the characters understand what he's saying. But mm-hmm. Gabby has like a soft spot for him because he's like, wow, he can't hear or or uh, talk. And I was just like, so there was like a scene. Oh, the episode opens up where he's finished training. Mm-hmm. So we don't see the train. We just he's finished training. And then the the trainer, which voiced by um, All Might's voice actor. I'm forgetting his name. I think it's Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, he goes down to Bojan. He's like, He's like, no, this Boji, like, you're you're great, blah, blah, blah. And then Boji's like blushing and he's like crying. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like and yeah, so I'm gonna just end it there because I don't want to keep I just you just gotta get into it. Um, and then playing, um, I'm so happy I got my PS5 so I can finish Horizon. I'm like nearing the end. Mm-hmm. So good. I love that game so much. I'm just sad that it's coming to an end. Cause I'm like getting to I just did like some major battle mm-hmm. with with some tribes or a tribe, a rebellious tribe, which is pretty dope. Um, have you played Horizon? 
So the first one, yeah, I beat it. Yeah, you did. So you like you remember like I loved it. I was just gonna ask you like mm-hmm. comparison wise. What like when it comes comparison wise, it it gives you like it gives you a lot when it comes to combat. Cause like I kind of was so used to like I, I kind of vaguely remember what I used to use in the first game where they give mm-hmm. you so many things you can do, but I just stick with what I know. So I like yeah. I put my 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 combat wheel to like things that I like. I have my like my tear arrows and I have my regular arrows. Then I'm like I get my like it's a mixture of like uh, fire, ice, electricity. So I'm like mm-hmm. if I have if I scan a machine, I'm just like, oh, I need this fire arrow. I need this ice arrow. So I'm just ready. Mm-hmm. Then I have stuff because I in the first game I used to have trip wires and mm-hmm. then roll the the casters too, so you can like tie them down. But I don't yeah. do that as often. But um, just for you guys listening, if you've never heard of Horizon, it just takes place in the far future where humanity like fell. But then there was this like AI who was supposed to repopulate Earth with humans. But one of the programs didn't go through. I think it's called the Apollo. It's based off like Greek mythologies, all all these AIs. The Apollo uh, program never released human knowledge. So everyone had to become like divided into tribesmen or tribes. Yeah, like tribes. Yeah, tribes. You know, and what I love about this franchise is that there's no race, there's tribes. So you'll see a mm-hmm. black person, an Asian person, a white person, or mixed, whatever, in one tribe, and they're a tribe. There's no racism. There's, I guess, hate for other tribesmen or animosity towards other tribesmen. But since from the first game, you see like there was a group called the Sun King or Sun the Sun uh the Karja, which are their empires called the Sundom. And they're starting to make peace on the on the eastern side of America. So this is the far future in an American wasteland. So in this game, you leave the, the east and you're going towards the west, which hence the name of the second game is called Forbidden West. And you start bringing together all these tribesmen because you're this female character who is, spoiler alert, she is a clone of a character called Elizabeth Sobek who created all these programs, which is pretty dope. But that was just a little excerpt for you guys who probably would be interested in playing the game. Yeah, check it out, especially if you... I feel like the background story is even better than the regular story that you play through. Yeah. Like, a lot of the lore that's, like, why the humans are there, it reminded me of um, of OG Assassin's Creed, the very first one, where, like, you're playing through a story and you're doing things, but there's, like, yeah. an even bigger story happening in the background and before you that you kind of uncover. Yeah, I remember in the OG uh, Assassin's Creed, like these were precursors, basically, kind of like in Halo. They were the forerunners. There's basically yep. primordial beings. Well, in us, in uh, Horizon, it's us as our time. Like we're the primordial beings, and they're called the the old ones or our, our ancestors. They're not called ancestors. They're just the old ones because it gives them this ancient feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't even play video games, I feel like it's a story that should be told, like known. Watch it on YouTube. It's just such a good story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to finish this game. And I know there's going to be a part three. Um, and I hope when it comes out, it's for the PS5 because this will be my last system if I'm not rich. <laughs> but yeah. Anywho, that's all the stuff that I'm going through. Hopefully I'm done by everything by our next uh, what are we watching, reading or playing. <laughs> Um, all right. So we just got a little bit of honorable mentions here, a little bit of sad news here. Uh, George Perez on one of the renowned comic artists. Um, I want to say the mid 
the mid uh, 1990s. That's when it's like comics, like when it came to like, it, if you guys know the Teen Titans, you know, Cyborg, you know, all the comic books of color because of this man, George Perez. He was also responsible for JLA Avengers run. He yes. did the the art. So that was when Marvel and DC did their big crossover. Yeah. Um, I and that's such a big account. Like he left a mark with that. Like, when oh, can you yeah. say DC and Marvel are gonna do that again? It's very rare. It was it was sad news because like, you know, he was always in the I don't want to say in the back, I would say the back and front of my mind sometimes where he's he's um he's my high school alum. Like he went to Cardinal Hayes High School. Oh, I didn't know that. And I I didn't like meet him in person, but he was in my schools talking. So he was talking to to me where like to my class, my class mm-hmm. year, where at the time I didn't know I was gonna I wanted to write comics like that. And it's like he was talking through me, kinda like and you know, it's very weird and meta. I didn't I didn't know that. But it's it's just sad because I always thought like maybe one day I can meet him and Tell him, like, mm-hmm. as a comic book creator, I'm like, yo, I remember you were at my school or our school, mm-hmm. rather, talking to me about the, this kind of uh, passion. Um, it was sad to hear. And he was he wasn't old. Like, he was relatively, like, I don't want to say middle aged, but he was he wasn't like old. He wasn't super young. He was he was in his 50s, wasn't he? I believe so. But, yeah, I, I think he, he deserves uh, an honorable mention here. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, definitely look him up. Look at the artwork. Like I said, because of him, a lot more comic book characters or color are in. Um, and I say this specifically DC and Marvel. This should be more, but because of him and other artists and writers, we're getting that recognition. And one other, another honorable mention here, uh, Kendrick Lamar dropped one of his singles, The Heart Part 5. I just want to talk specifically about the ending of his uh, track. You said you haven't, you listened to, you didn't see the video or you didn't see. So I didn't see either. I just saw the clips of the video when he's changing like his face into who was, it was Nipsey Hussle, Kobe Bryant, Kanye, and was it Will Smith? You had Will Smith and then you had uh, uh, OJ Simpson. Um, so yeah, there were a few. Oh, and Kanye. And Kanye. Yeah. Kanye. Yeah, you had a, a few of them. I liked it because every time you know when you watch it and you hear the lyrics, it matches with what he's saying. So I forget what he says specifically. He says something about the culture, and I believe it switches to like Will Smith, especially to the point where, you know, with the Will Smith, you know, mm-hmm. I don't say debacle, but incident drama. drama. Yeah, um, like it just really talks about. Like in one song, it really talks about the culture as it is. Like um, before we started recording, I mentioned to you the Heart Part Five, which is one of my favorites because I love listening to it. Unfortunately, it's not on Apple Music. But Heart Part Five was around the time before Trump became president. He was saying how Russia. You mean I'm Heart sorry, part, part Four? four. Was it, yeah. Part Five is the one yeah, that just five dropped. is what dropped now. But Part Four was around the, was before Trump became president. He was like telling everyone to vote. He said how Russia was up to something. Um, obviously, we know what they were up to with Trump, and then leading up to now, we know with our with hindsight. Like the thing about Kendrick, right? He's very intelligent, and not that I had any. I never thought anything less of him. I never. He is very and very artistic. When he speaks, mm-hmm. or and when he does his music, he's saying something. People are just. I don't want to say people, I don't want to generalize, but there are many people out there that 
just hear bangers. They just hear popular music and they're not listening to his message. I remember one time, I forget either this was YouTube or somewhere on online, how someone said like Kendrick Lamar should speak on racism and, and slay, uh, you know, and all that stuff. And I'm like, and I, I didn't, because I'm not, I'm not a huge, like Kendrick Lamar fan. Like I like Kendrick Lamar. I listen to his music, but and I'm still, and I'm guilty of this. I need to listen to this album, but I forget which album it was. But it's like, he did that with one album. You guys weren't listening. And I was like, wow, that's very profound. Yeah, Kendrick is, I've been a fan of Kendrick for a while. I mean, I'm not like one of these, I need to hear everything all the time, the incident drops, but I've been a fan of him since Section 80. And Kendrick is just an incredible artist. And like you said, a very, very intelligent person. And in his raps, he really does break down society and culture a yeah. lot. And it's super because of how good he is at rapping. It does. It can get lost pretty easily if you're not on the lookout for that yeah. stuff. But yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I want to stress like the, before we move on, cause I know we're like kind of running out of time, but specifically his end. I, I heard, I, I believe it was the breakfast club and they, it's something that I've thought, but they were able to say it into words. When he says, uh, when Nipsey Hussle's face comes in, and he's he's speaking mm-hmm. as Nipsey Hussle, like he's saying he's from he's in heaven right now, and then he's talking mm-hmm. about his kids. He's talking to his brother, saying, "I have my brother, I have my children see my interviews, blah blah blah, this and that." He's like the person who shot me. I know that you're scared or something like that. I've, I'm I'm not saying these verbatim, um, but. He, and then what else he says? But he's like, your your soul is in flux or something like that. And I was like, wow. And then uh, the Breakfast Club, where I was listening to this short blurb, they were saying like, what if it's like it the way artistically, but then it's very spiritual in what sense? What if that was Nipsey Hussle going through Kendrick, saying these things? Mm. And I thought that was really cool, and especially for a video to like kind of show you that visually. I just thought it was amazing and. Not just artistically, but just like spiritually, like it, like I, I could imagine like someone coming back, like especially Nipsey Hussle, like not also not that I'm a big fan of who he is, but I'm a big fan of his philan, his philanthropy. Thank you. And, you know, I can imagine him coming back and just saying like, this is something he would have said, you know, he's not something to hold Mm -hmm. a grudge or something like that. I just thought it was amazing that I listen to that every day. I've been listening since since it dropped. I've been listening to it every day. I think it was a really good track. Mm. I definitely have to listen to it. But yeah, that was that was really good. Uh, all right, so time for some some TV and movie news. As we can like run through because we got some good news. It depends on what you think of good news. I'm gonna say this: Avatar: The Way <laughs> of the Water. The Way of the Water. Did you see the trailer? Yes, so the trailer was exclusive to Doctor Strange for the first week, and then after that, it went on the interwebs. And because I went to go see Doctor Strange opening day, I seen it. (laughs) So I seen it, and I was like, wow, this is still happening. Yeah. (laughs) And that was the only thing that hit yeah, my mind i, I agree and i low-key i'm being such a hater i really didn't want it to happen because and i'll tell you why and you may agree with me or disagree i don't know i want endgame to hold top top billing when it comes <laughs> to most money made look 
Avatar one, I didn't see it in IMAX, so I didn't have. I don't. I know why it Oof, did. It did so well. That was well. a great IMAX. I saw movie. it regularly, like TV or whatever. And I thought mm-hmm. it was like it was a good movie, visually great for, for its time, like the push of technology. Pocahontas story. I didn't think of it then. I enjoyed the movie, but when you think <laughs> about it, I'm like, this is Pocahontas. But yeah, I was like, people are really going hard saying it's one of the best. I was like, guys, it's not that great visually. I can see when when it came to 3D and all the technology, it's great. Then you have the name James Cameron on it. If James Cameron was not in this at all, it would not make that much money. I'll say that. I'm. I say that with. It may sound opinion, but I know that for a fact. So, I agree wholeheartedly. The movie is good, but the thing that puts it into the pantheon of cinema is the visual effects. Because not only was it amazing for that time, it still holds up more than 10 years later. Yep. So, we're talking about this is the pinnacle of technology in cinema so far. I mean, it was... It was amazing to see. I, I saw it in 3D and IMAX when it came out. Um, it was it was fantastic. It was a fantastical world, and it was an original story, and it got you, it immersed you very very well due to the visual aspects. But I mean, in terms of writing and everything, it wasn't like it was you know it was stuff that we had seen before. It wasn't like yeah, like I you said, know, it was a, it was a, it was a it was an original story, not an original idea. That's what you, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think so. And then when they announced four, uh, two, three, four, and five, I was like, guys, you're really milking two. this. And look, if, and the thing is, I, I don't know if you told me this or I read this somewhere that this was something that they had slated back when they dropped the first one. Yep. I thought it was just going to only be mm-hmm. that one. But then I thought they should have just left it alone. It's still holding top. But look, we talked about it before. It's capitalism. They just want more money. Yeah, so he had it slated, and it was written as a one big story. And from what I know, the scripts had some problems, and that's why it's been taking so yeah. long. And then uh, there was like technology had to catch up with some of James Cameron's ideas. And then I think he was filming something at the time. Three? No, I think he was filming like three of these back to back or to oh, at yeah, the same I, time. I did read about that. Something yeah. like that. So that's a huge undertaking. Forget about filming two films back-to-back or three films back-to-back. If you're filming three films simultaneously, that is ridiculous. Like I remember the Russo brothers did uh, Infinity War and Endgame. That's one man. Mm -hmm. Kudos to him. Look, I'm all for these movies because it's going to happen. I'm just happy it's not a reboot or a remake. <laughs> yeah, like continue with the new yeah. story. You know, who knows? Maybe it'll be super good. At this point, I was like, oh, it looks cool. I have no yeah. expectations. I have no bar. This is just like a movie. I'm going to go see it. But I Again, don't. Again, the hater. If, it, if, if tomorrow it got canceled, I wouldn't yeah. be upset. Uh, same. Agreed. But the hater in me doesn't want to be it to be um, Endgame. That's all. That's all. And the fact that, and look, it's owned by Disney, both, both companies owned by Disney. So it's Disney making the money. But the fact that Mm -hmm. they re-released Avatar after Endgame, I was like, you could have let Endgame hold it for a little Mm -hmm. longer. But the thing is they can keep playing it up because it's Disney. They could like, oh, let's re-release Endgame. 
make that money. Mm-hmm. But that's just the the hater in me. But whatever. But I, I I didn't I didn't give it its its uh respect or its praise. It it looks really good. It looks really good. I hope this second story is a lot more original than the first one. I'll say that. Like I don't want to freaking you know Cinderella in in as part two and like you got Pocahontas for part one and you got Beauty and the Beast in part two and you just copy it. and look and it is Disney so I'm just like picking up. But anyway. So one thing I, I am noticing just from the, the teaser that mm-hmm. we got is I feel like it's going to fall into the bad sequel trope of now it's our daughter and it's the kid and they have to uh, figure it out. And it's like, ugh. and then on top of that, Pandora is supposed to be this insane, crazy planet where anything's possible. And if you caught it, uh, the main character is now riding a, another dragon dinosaur yeah. thing that's in, that's out of the water instead of on like in yeah. the air. And the first thing I said was, "Why does that look so similar to the other thing?" Like in the first movie, we got all these different types of animals. Yes, everything was connected, and I enjoyed that fact. But we had all these different types of animals, and now we're going to a whole other part of the planet you know i'm assuming they had to have this huge migration after the tree was taken down and all that so in my head you should be seeing a whole different eco yeah. like ecosystem 100%. and a whole different types of animals i don't want to see the same stuff again like to me i when i saw that i was like oh like they're gonna have to learn to ride the water ones now yeah. and now the kid's gonna get into something stupid and then the dad's gonna go after to save her why well, sounds like, like lying the, King. <laughs> That, but that's exactly what was coming to my mind. I was like, it's going to be like a Lion King type deal. Look, it's, we're only getting a snippet of it. So hopefully they blow our minds with our non-expectations. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Thing that I'm actually happy for, Ahsoka starts its production. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I saw that. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. I can't wait to see what it's actually going to be and the story it's going to tell. And I really want, I guess, selfishly, and I'm sure a lot of fans also, I want a continuation of Ezra, Yeah, I, his story from Rebels. So there's something that I read. Either it was an opinion piece or um, it is a fact. So I remember when they were announcing, before like Disney Plus was out, they had like, they announced season seven of Clone Wars and all like the Bad Batch and everything. And they said they're going to continue Rebels. But then I think, they were like, we're not going to do Rebels the next season. We're going to just continue that story in Ahsoka. But mm. with Ahsoka being live action and it's, uh, what's her name? Wow. Rosario Dawson. Rosario yeah, like, Dawson. So this is going to take place at that time period. They can't go back in time unless they're doing some de-aging thing or whatever. Because I don't know the race like that where do they age very slowly or whatnot. I don't know what they're going to do, but... I agree. I, I want them to bring back Ezra because he's just gone missing. I don't want to. I don't want to be like a comic book thing where you have to go read it. Like that's a cool thing, but then yeah. not a lot of people have time and the money to just go and read. Bring him back. I would have just if 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 it's going to be a comic at that point, just make it a cartoon. Hundred oh, percent. Like make it so like go back to what it was. Like I don't want to have to change mediums to get the ending to a yeah. story. So I, I like what you said, and we've thought we've said this before. Like I, they need to continue his story. 
maybe he can have his own story after like after Ahsoka. It could be like its own show. And I believe they cast it or it was just like a fan cast. I have to look after it's been so long since I saw who might play him. So mm-hmm. it, it could be like a mm-hmm. fake memory that I implanted in my brain. <laughs> I want I want Shia LaBeouf. Bro, he would kill in that role. Shia LaBeouf as Ezra? He just needs perfect. a little tan, that's it. Yep, a little tan and a buzz cut. And it was the buzz cut? Perfect. Didn't he have a slick back hair? Or was it a buzz cut? It's a buzz cut. Because uh, I know he in the beginning. At the he end, because like, in the beginning he had the long hair, and then at the but then end, I thought it was, it was like buzz. Like I have to, I have to look at the animation again because I don't recall. Is, is well, you would know. You saw it. from what I saw, it looks buzz. I like that. Ooh, I love this part. Or do you still have more to say about Ahsoka, or are we just excited? No. I'm just I'm just ready for it. <laughs> All right. A mini Doctor Strange review. No spoilers. I did like this Power Rangers thing, guys. <laughs> so, no spoilers. The Batman comes in and kicks ass. And uh, everyone died, actually. Like, Doctor Strange went through multiple, <laughs> multiple universes of madness, and just everyone died. Oh, and Wilder yep. was there. <laughs> so real talk. honestly great movie i'm super surprised that they got away with the pg-13 rating because it is creepy in moments and there's some big gruesome parts like i was very surprised that they pulled off a pg-13 and not a rated r i wasn't surprised i'll tell you why okay so because yeah go ahead so i was just gonna say it is very much a sam raimi movie and that that comes across in some points i enjoyed it uh i didn't think that there was anything wrong with it there was like one line in particular where i was just like oh this is like a this is like a cheesy line and it's on purpose can you say Um, is it in a spoiler or do you want to wait till we do our it's like when we do the okay. spoiler cast and yes everyone that it is coming when we do the spoiler cast i'll talk about the cheesy line that made me kind of be like ah it's okay. cheesy but overall i'd probably give it an 8 out of 10 i thought it was very good um the biggest problem that i did have with it was the ending i think that while we did get a lot of cool stuff yeah. don't get yeah. me wrong this movie was super cool and there was a lot of amazing dream come trues mm-hmm. that happened. But the problem that I had was that they did that stuff in the middle of the movie. And at the end, there was no big home run to drive it to drive it so home. So you said you would give it I an eight. I, I'd give it a seven. And I just yeah. there because oh. because so look, I enjoyed the movie. Like it, the movie hit the ground running. I'll say that. It hit the ground running. They knew mm-hmm. what they were doing. Because watching this movie, the taste reminded me of WandaVision in the sense where it's like, you teased me and you didn't give me what I wanted. And I thought, and this is my fault because I had the expectation because look, it was called the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm like, oh, are you going to give me what you teased me in WandaVision? Because Wanda is in this movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, are Mm -hmm. we going to get it? And then they teased me again. And I was like, but this is what, this is the platform. The movie is where you give me the thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I haven't been really excited since like, what did we had? 
Spider-Man. Yeah, like Spider-Man, um, Loki. And out of all the shows, Loki is the best. Um, and especially when it comes to like um all like massive change when it comes to the MCU. And I thought Marvel, I'm uh, sorry, I thought Multiverse of Madness was gonna be that kind of oh look into what the repercussions of Loki did, even though I knew Loki was not gonna be in it, even if he was in it. Like mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see that. They didn't really, yeah, like you yeah. know, and Loki takes place outside of time, so I understand that. So that he's not gonna be in, in there. And there is gonna be a season two for all you mm-hmm. uh nerds. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, so there's some there's a great scene. This is a little light sport, but there's Cami. Cameo. Cameo. And there's a great cameo scene. I liked it, and it, I'm going to have to say what I have to say in the spoiler cast, and I'll tell you off camera or off recording mm-hmm. or off the record. But um, that there's so the, it's a good and bad, it's a bittersweet thing, and I'm like, cool, whatever. Um, and just the way it ended, the movie ended, I was like, uh, it just, it just, it, like I said, hit the ground running, it was running, and it just stops abruptly. It just stops, and I was like, Mm-hmm. I want the rest of it. I felt like part two is coming along. It's going to be the multiverse of madness on Nitro. And we're missing that. I feel like it should have been another half hour. And my biggest complaints were, I think it should have been another half hour. And it didn't capitalize enough on the multiverse yeah. aspect. Don't get me wrong. We do have a lot yeah, of multiverse do. travel. There's a lot of different characters in it. There's a lot of different storylines. And it comes... I mean, for the stuff that the movie sets up, it there is a conclusion in the movie yeah, storylines. But for the bigger things that were set up in like WandaVision and I guess the, the endings to this movie, like... There's there's more questions. It's more questions. And it's like, end, like when yeah. are we? And as a as a when are we gonna get the answers? Nerd, like as a and looking at it with the lens of a nerd, like I wanted more. Now as a filmie, it was great. Like I, it's Sam Raimi. Like I'm not gonna knock it down. Like I'm not gonna beat it up. Overall, be it the lens of a nerd or as if I give it a seven, and I'll say more to that. Oh, and to answer your question about the why I'm not surprised that it, they got away, because that is how mm-hmm. scary movies are. Like. Depending on depending on certain the way it was filmed, like camera wise, like there's a scene without spoiling anything where um, someone's body gets uh, capitated, cut in half. That's not even a word. I was trying to do that the office thing, but gets basically cut in half. The way it's shot, it's like if you actually showed it, that would bring it to a rated R. Now it depends on. But then there's other scenes. Where no, no, and I know there's a specific blood, guts, brains, and a bunch of stuff, and it's more than once. So, like that, like I said, I think there's a certain what's the word limit that you can. So, if I think if they started getting more excessive Mm -hmm. with it, they're like now it breaks into the rated R aspect. Um, there's one scene where um, Strange and Company are being chased, and I didn't like this scene, and you're gonna know what scene I'm talking about. They're being chased, and then I'm just like. The, the 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 thing that gets chased oh, I know gets about. trapped and they just waited and I'm like why are they waiting like that's yeah. that should have worked for like a comedic scary like 
but that was like like anytime the scary slasher movie yeah thing. but i think for a marvel movie it shouldn't like they were doing well with the scary with the the jump mm-hmm. like i think i think what it is they held it too long and then i'm like if they didn't hold it too long then then it would have worked but the fact that they kept turning the camera with strange and company and the monster i'm like but anyway I'll say that, but we'll we'll get, guys. We'll give you the spoiler cast. It will be right after this. Like the moment you're done with this, it should be up. I'm not gonna make a promise though, <laughs> but it should be up. <laughs> uh, but that that that's it for our TV and movie news. I, I we would like to know what you guys think um, about it if you saw it, and hopefully we didn't spoil anything. Someone does get cut in half. Yeah, if that. you want, <laughs> if you want to reach out, uh, comment or or whatever on this, go for it. Keep it spoiler free. You can add spoilers when we drop the spoiler cast episode. And then if you want to comment with spoilers in that, go right ahead. But um, until the spoiler cast drops, try to yeah, keep it spoiler friend, free just in case people haven't seen it. Factoids. Um, and then the last thing, video games. We're just going to hop right in there. So you know what I saw today? Some, some clips of Gotham Knight. Uh, speaking of the Gotham Knights, only two, which was uh, Nightwing, a.k.a. Dick Grayson and Jason Todd's Red Hood. And we just saw like gameplay of that. Mm-hmm. It was like 15 minutes, 13 to 15 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought like it was that. pretty cool. I just have some qualms with a specific thing, but what'd you guys, what'd you think? I said, what'd you think? I liked it. I mean, I've liked it ever since they announced it and I've been following it. You have been well. heavy on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the biggest problem that I have about this game, and it's a stupid thing, but the biggest problem I have is that it's not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. That they should have. They, and they've made Ninja Turtles like this, but they never did it like this. Yep. So we got a tease of it in Injustice 2, where you have the TMNT characters as a selective yeah. And the fact that this is not their game is criminal. I see what you're saying. Because they would fit so well with the different fighting styles and the way that it's going. And I mean, we had these rumors that Rocksteady was going to be working on TMNT. And then we found out it was not. Yeah. My biggest thing is that this game looks great. I like the varied gameplay across the four characters. It seems like it's going to be a great time, but yeah, my biggest problem with it is that it's not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It has nothing to do with the game. (laughs) But I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. It looks cool. But yeah, like um, I I thought it was. I think it's gonna be real cool. Like I I'm not like fiending for it. I just want to see what comes out and see who I can play with. I don't know if this is real. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're gonna. It's just gonna be for the next gen uh, systems. I have to look into that because that would kind of suck. Because then there's not a lot of people that I can play with. <laughs> no, it is. It's only gonna be. They canceled it for. They canceled PS4 and Xbox One. That's what it was. They so now it is only going to be PS5, PC, Xbox and One. Xbox Series X and S. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that just came out like a, yesterday. I think yesterday they canceled it. Um, but recently. It's set yeah. to release in October, October 25th. I'm I super down for it. The only problem that I have with these big games, and it's not just... Gotham Knights, but a lot of other ones have it too. There's like four different collector editions that you can get. And if you want everything, you're going to have to spend like $300. That's weird. 
Wait, when you say collector, is it like a steel book or like is it like it's all in game like stuff. So stuff? The standard edition is it's standard, dumb. right? If you pre-order it, you get an extra bat cycle skin. And then Yeah, that doesn't do anything. But then Okay, so if you that doesn't do anything. If you get the deluxe edition, you get I don't even know what some of this stuff is. I'm sure it's all in-game stuff. So you get the full game, you get emotes, boosted gear, and salvage. I don't know what that is. You get three exclusive color wheels. Yeah, that's all in-game. And you get a you get character skins based on it's Nightwatch by Jim Lee. So it's Jim Lee versions of all four heroes. And you get beyond suit styles, so all of them get work. the Batman Beyond treatment. So, but that one is $90. And then the next level up, the collectors, the big, big, big collectors edition is $300. So you get everything that I said, plus a statue, plus an additional statue. set of costumes, and an, an art book. That's wild to me because like you know what's crazy uh before i don't want to digress from the game uh but like i remember back in the day when you got these editions you were given some stuff and not for that Mm -hmm. much like i remember when i bought um halo reach the the Mm -hmm. big 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 collector edition with the statue with like all the 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 halo spartans i only spent a hundred and like hundred and twenty dollars three hundred dollars for that and it's just all in-game stuff that I'm sure they're not going to let you get in the game. And if you can get in the game, that's not, I'm not going to pay for that. Yeah, it's $300. You get those one, two, three sets of costumes and then, you know, boosted gear. So you get all that in game stuff and then you get a statue, an art book, and an augmented reality collectible pin. So you're paying $300 for the game, an art book, no, and a statue. No, it's not worth which it. Which is nuts. I did not pay that much for... I bought two Halo things. Well, the Halo thing, the, the Halo 5, I got that very cheap. I paid 50 bucks. But anyway, the Halo Reach, I remember paying like out like full price. It was not that much. I think nowadays they're just really trying to skim, skim on people. Like it's Anyway, I don't want to get... Like heated on that. Um, mm-hmm. My one of my only beefs about the clip that we saw or the gameplay, they say that Red Hood has some mystic abilities, which I don't recall him being. I know he was raised from the dead, but I'm like, I don't. He's and I know my my DC knowledge. He should not have any mystic abilities. So in the video, he's doing like these space this mystic jump. I think it's very dumb. I saw a comment yeah, say they like just put they could have easily him. just put like. Yeah. Like rocket boots, that something that Bruce Wayne built before he died. Um, mm-hmm. It would have been reminiscent of like uh, guard uh, Star Lords. Just little. It's not something that he can fly with. It's just little boosters. That would have easily done that. Like, why does he have mystic abilities? And if they're gonna say like the Lazarus Pit gave him mystic abilities, it's gonna be like, how? How is that gonna work? So I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. The- He's just so OP. Mm-hmm. He's already John Wick, which I like, by the way. He's got that gung fu aspect of uh, gameplay. I just don't like the fact mm-hmm. that they're giving him mystic abilities. But that's just me nitpicking. It could be great. 
Um, but I'd be using, uh, I'd probably be, Same. if I were to get the game, I'd be I using might Nightwing. Use, I might use um, Robin, uh, Damon Wayne. I don't think, oh yeah, he is in it. Damon, yeah, I was going to say if he's in it, I would nah, use him Nah, I'm not going to use the girl. But I probably would use all the characters it's a depending girl. on how the game story goes. No, nah, I would. <laughs> he's like, you want to I would definitely play his Batgirl. So you shouldn't play Horizon then. <laughs> Just like. Um. But you know what's cool though? Um, I yeah. the way I see Gotham Knights is a nice spiritual successor to Arkham Knight. Because like for spoilers, um spoilers, guys, um, for at the end of Arkham Knight, like supposedly Batman slash Bruce Wayne dies. Um, but we don't really know unless there is a definitive answer. But um the way it ends, it just seems like a nice spiritual successor. Because in the only thing Gotham Knight, he's dead, he's like... not he's not he's not there, he's dead. I wonder if this is going to be a um, a direct sequel to the to Arkham Knight. I don't think so. It's I think yeah. it's a spiritual successor. Yeah. Because it's not by Rocksteady. Rocksteady's okay. focus well, that's good. uh Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. But yeah, mm-hmm. I do agree with you uh with with the sentiments on the Ninja Turtles game cuz they've done Ninja Turtles many times. They did one where I thought I really liked, but it was not fun playing by yourself. I was gonna even go back and buy oh, the, the sixteen the bit one, the Shredder thing that they came out with. That looked like, like a lot of fun. Something. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like remastered. Like, like I might go get that, but yeah. I'm like, I want to find some people to play with because I'm not gonna get it if I'm gonna play by myself. You know what I mean? Um, and there was one where I bought, but like I played a little bit because I had no one to play with. Mm-hmm. It was a dark, like vis- visually dark Ninja Turtles. Um, it was three D. Um, it had this like Arkham look to it. Um, Casey was in it. Uh, April was in it. Um, and you can switch around, um, characters. I forget how it went, but it was one, I think it was like out of, you know, what's crazy. This was before Mm -hmm. the movie came out. I think it's called out of the shadows as well, but before the movie dropped, I would have to look it up. I, I would, that's why I was so off. About like I didn't care about the mm. title when the move the second movie dropped. I was like, why would they take the video <laughs> games title? But that's just me being weird and not probably not doing my research. But yeah, here yay or nay on the Gotham Knights. <laughs> it's very like I'm I'm probably unless it's like a cyberpunk situation. Like I'm probably gonna get this game, and uh, it sucks because I'm gonna need a PS5. So hopefully I have a PS5 at the time, but I don't know. Hopefully it just be mass, it's mass produced and accessible. Yeah, exactly. Too. I don't know. Like I'm for it. I like it, but I'm not, it's not one of those things like, oh, I need it. Yeah. I just, yeah. And then just from the gameplay, it looks really cool. Yeah. So it's not one of those games. Like lately there hasn't been a lot of games that are like, like I said, the games that I'm looking forward to is got god of war Alan Wake 2 which i'm so happy it's coming mm-hmm. back that was one of my favorite games for xbox oh and uh spider-man of course before we end this but before yeah. we end the, the the episode and we go off uh spoilers we're coming to an end the the only thing the one thing that's really bothering me besides the teenage mutant ninja turtle stuff is that this is not a four-player co-op game so is it it's only, only two a two-player co-op game so that was that's that was something that I I and I had this article here so I can remember it. I was so upset that 
that's how they're doing it. I'm a pretty solo, I'm a solo gamer, so I don't mind. But yeah. this is something where I wish I could have people come over or do online play and, and play this game. But that's the thing. So forget coming over. We live in an age where like coming over, it, it's almost it's dying. Which out. sucks. But it kind of, it kind of it, it, it does suck. But it reminds me of um, Mario Party. Like, you know, even before lockdown, why would you not make Mario Party available online? And they just now did it. So it's like if you're going to make Gotham Knights, why are you not going to make it the standard four player co-op? Because there's more than four characters, but a lot of games have four-player standard. There are games, depending on the game, that's two standard, like Metal Slug. And this, this game is literally four characters. Why would you limit it to two-player co-op? Oh, it's, it is four characters. I, I thought it was five, but yeah. Wow. Oh, so Tim Drake is not going to be in this? I'm probably bugging out. Isn't Tim Drake Nightwing? No, that's Dick Grayson. That is Dick Grayson. Tim Drake is Red Robin. Oh, yeah. Red Robin is Yeah, and Jason Todd is, is, is Red, Red Hood. Hood. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, Red Robin. Because yeah. then I'm also thinking of, like, if they decide to throw in other characters, like Batwing, like, they could go crazy with this. Yeah, it's I mean, they problems. could do, like, an Avengers thing where they just add characters whenever, yeah. and you could just replay the game as a but different they, character. Like I said, for a game that has multiple characters, four should be the standard. And my thing is, like, they are pushing the four character thing, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and Red Hood. Like it, there's four characters everywhere in this marketing. So it's not like, Oh, you could do this or that. No, it's like, it's these four characters are making up this story. So why would it so be? Four we could make a better game than most people. That's, yes. that's what I got. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> We're just ranting right now. <laughs> Uh, we can write stories better than most suits. Um, you know, it's whatever. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we will be back and um, with our spoiler cast for you. Uh, for Doctor Strange, go see it, guys. Um, so this has been fun because I'm we're, I'm going to lead it next time and you guys are going to enjoy it. I'm going to have some things for you. This is Jay, Jeremy Francois. And this is Jay, Justin Ruiz. Thanks for listening to The Average Jays. Bye. Bye.